episode of Tales from the Cartridge Campfire Stories. This is our series that focuses on scary and spooky video game stories. Tonight, we continue the desperate journey of a young girl named Six. As she struggles to escape her imprisonment in the never-ending terror of the mall. So sit back, relax, but don't forget to check for what lurks in the dark. You never know what might try to grab you in part two of Little Nightmares. The elevator stopped, and the large door opened as Six emerged from the metal box. She entered into a dark hallway, with the noise of a large spinning fan circulating the air around her. As she took each step, her stomach pains began once more, getting more painful by the second. Six bent over and coughed as her body screamed out for any food possible. But there was none for her to have. Six ran past the large moving fan as she tried to push through her hunger pains. The darkness of the hallway engulfing her as she clenched her stomach and tried to focus on moving forward. The hunger not stopping, but getting worse and worse. As she entered a new room with a small light illuminating the center of it, she saw an open cage. Large rats surrounded the open cage, but scurried away into the dark corners of the room as Six approached. Inside of the cage, a dead rat laid on its floor. Six's stomach begged for food as she stared at the deceased rat. She didn't even ponder the reason for the cage as she entered inside, it began to eat the dead rat. Anything to get the pain in her stomach to stop. As she bit into the rat and ate what she could, unknowingly, a large hand appeared from the shadows and closed the cage on six. She couldn't even react as she continued to sink her teeth into the rat in her hands. She could only accept her fate as she was taken away to a destination unknown. The monster placed Six in a room with other metal cages, most filled with poor children 
waiting for the horrors unknown to them. Six sat in her cage for what felt like an eternity. Hopelessness began to stab into her dream of escaping the maw. She could only sit and watch as the monster that kidnapped her came into the room and dragged a cage with a child away. All the other children, spirits broken, sat in their cages and waited. Six refused to give in to the same mindset. She stood up and began to push against her cage as she managed to topple it over and bust it open on the floor. The lever to open the door hung inside the room, high in the air. Six approached a cage, housing a child, and dragged it over to the door lever, hanging from the ceiling. She couldn't look at the poor child inside, whose spirit was already broken beyond repair. She got on top of the cage and jumped to open the room's metal door. She swung back and forth from the lever, swinging more and more. As she let go, flying through the air and through the door as it began to shut, leaving the caged children behind to their fates. The girl in the raincoat traveled up to the next floor and into a more lit room with several more empty metal cages inside. Noise came from further in the room as Six quietly approached. Her eyes widened as she saw the monster with long arms and short legs like she had seen before. But this time, she could see it more clearly now. Its skin was pale, with a bulbous head attached to a small wrinkled neck. The top half of the skin on its head seemed to fall over its eyes, blinding it. It wore an old brown fedora with a ragged green jacket in brown trousers. Its smile was massive, ear to ear, and displayed an eerie smile of joy. Most notably was its arms. Each arm was extremely long and could seem to reach anything it desired with ease. Six felt terror at the thought of this monster grabbing her. She observed it as it finished wrapping a child-sized package and hung it on a conveyor belt by a single metal hook that brought it over to the next room. Six tried not to think about what the monster had wrapped in the package 
though she can make a very educated guess. Knowing the monster couldn't see, Six moved slowly across the room and silently as she could. The long-armed monster stopped and listened as Six continued to slowly move. Each step she took, the monster turned its head more and more. As it quickly turned and reached for what it heard. Six ran across the room and into an open vent in the next room. She cranked open a metal door in the floor as the long-armed monster ran at her. As the metal door opened, she jumped down inside of it as the monster barely missed grabbing her. Down the long metal chute, Six slid further inside of the maw. She felt safe for the moment as she traveled down a dark hallway, the light barely shining behind her. As she walked more, she realized the light behind her had quickly disappeared. As she turned, Six saw the silhouette of the long-armed monster standing behind her. She quickly ran away as the monster chased closely behind her, its long arms rubbing on the floor in front of it as Six ran into the elevator ahead of her and hid inside of open box. The blind monster entered inside the elevator after her and turned to crank the elevator onto life. The elevator's doors closed and the monster began to search for the hiding child. Six held her breath as she prayed to not be found. As the monster inched closer, it reached out to grab Six. As the elevator dinged and the doors opened. As that happened, small little gnome monsters scurried out from their hiding holes in the elevator as the monster chased after them, leaving Six behind. Six carefully moved on, going under the floorboards where the long-armed monster surged above for her. She continued to try to escape, moving through room after room, each one the monster barely behind her, following her. Six continued to run as she barely managed to enter the next room, with the metal door closing. As the door fell, seemingly sealing Six's fate. A small metal cage lied directly under the metal door, stopping it from completely closing. Six crawled underneath the barely open metal door that was only being held up by a now 
crushed metal cage. Inside the room was nowhere to run. The only exit was above six and was completely sealed. The long arms of the monster, chasing six from under the door, blindly using its hands to search for her as she continued to evade its filthy grasp. Six jumped over its hands as she continued to panic. She had nowhere to go, and it was only a matter of time before the monster would get her. But for just a moment, she looked at the crushed metal cage, the only thing holding the door open. With nothing left to lose, Six ran to the door and pulled on the crushed metal cage with all of her might. The cage creaked as Six pulled as hard as she possibly could. As the monster's hands turned and went to grab her, the metal cage broke, sending Six onto her back and releasing the metal door as it fell, severing both of the monster's arms. Six stood in the room as she gasped for air. The monster's now detached arms laid on either side of her as she heard its screams of pain and agony from the other side of the door. The irony of the metal cages the monster used to kidnap children with having helped to take its arms away, didn't escape Six, as a small smile grew across her face. She hoped she made all the children who were hurt by the monster proud. Six looked around the room and noticed the other sealed door leading out had now opened, thanks to the slam of the large metal door. She climbed up to her new exit and entered inside. Crawling through the vents once more, Six exited and found herself under the metal hooked conveyor belt she had seen before. Being close enough to grab it, she jumped and grabbed hold onto an unused hook and traveled along the conveyor belt. Crossing a large open gap in the distance, noticing something large and peculiar moving, slithering. As she made it, as far as the conveyor belt would take her, Six began to notice her stomach pains coming back once more. 
She tried desperately not to dwell on them as she traveled through more dark metal rooms, each barely illuminated to see. With each step, Six's hunger pains grew worse and worse. In the distance, Six could hear the noise of an animal frantically squeaking. As she moved closer to the noise, she came across a rat, its tail trapped in a rat trap. The rat pulled against the trap, hoping for it to free its tail. As Six moved closer to it, and forced herself to bend down over it. The choice to free it or eat it was in her hands. As she moved her hands closer to the rat, she released the trap that held the rat down as she forced herself to bite into it. The rat's squeaks ended as despair and substance entered six. She wiped the tears from her eyes and the stains from her mouth as her stomach pain stopped once again. Six stared at her hands and wondered if she would ever escape the clutches of the maw. She stood once more and tried not to think too hard about what she had to do. As she moved on to the next room, she wondered if this torment would ever end for her. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge Campfire Stories. Be on the lookout for our next campfire story coming out next month with our continuation of Little Nightmares. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this spooky tale and make sure to stay safe. Good luck.